working on our health and well-being is just not as simple as knowing what we should be doing. We all know that we should be exercising. We all know that what we should be eating. And we all know that self-care is important. And yet so many of us find it really hard to do all of these things consistently. And even if we do nail it in one area, we can often find that one of the other areas isn't going quite so well. Which is exactly why I believe that creating consistency with our fitness and well-being is so much more than a diet and exercise plan. The real secret is in the mindset. And one of the things that I love to explore with myself and my clients are their stories. Because understanding exactly what your stories are can have a really powerful effect on helping us to reach our goals and create more consistency and more ease around exercise, eating well and self-care. Today, we're going to be exploring some of the stories that are holding us back and I'll be teaching you how to bust through those blocks. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, bringing you a weekly dose of fitness and wellness inspiration as we explore together how to get motivated and create a realistic and achievable way to stay active within a busy life while stepping away from guilt and the diet roller coaster for good. Together, we'll unpack some of the myths and unhelpful messages from the traditional fitness and diet industry so that you can find a better, kinder, more helpful way to fit exercise and wellness strategies into your life improve your confidence and feel amazing. I'm your host, women's fitness and wellbeing coach, Alex Hubble, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, and a firm believer that exercise and eating well can go hand in hand with chocolate, wine, and lots of rest to create a happy life. You can find out more about me at chickfit.co.uk or head to my social media channels at alexchickfit. Hello, hello. Welcome back again to this episode 15 of the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. And I've been wanting to do this episode for a while, actually, because it is one of those things that I do talk to my clients about all the time. And one of the things that I know can make the biggest difference to us. When clients have tackled their stories head on, been honest about them and done the work to change them, everything is transformed. They have a better relationship with themselves. They start to get more consistent with exercise and nutrition. And they often describe to me just a more easy, settled relationship with those things as well. Suddenly it stops feeling like such a struggle and we stop alternating between working out like a demon and eating all the, in inverted commas, right things and doing nothing at all and just feeling badly about ourselves. This is something that helps us to find a much more comfortable middle ground where we can sometimes do more, we can sometimes do less. But ultimately what we do is we find a balance that works within our lives and that feels good. And that is the most important thing. This has got to feel good. And that thing that we need to do is to notice and own up to our own stories. But what exactly do I mean by this? Well, it's all of those those negative little stories that we tend to tell ourselves. Some of them might be conscious. Some of them are, tend to be buried a bit, little bit deep. We're not even necessarily aware that they exist. But they are the things that kind of help us to form our opinion of ourselves and that help us to form our opinion of what we are or aren't capable of doing. Because I will often find that people will tell me that they want to do certain things, but when we delve a little deeper, we often find that their stories are working against them. And until we can tackle those stories, we cannot realistically get them to where they need to go. And this can take the form of that negative chatter or the excuses that we use regularly for not taking action on things. All of those things that we just kind of feel are out of our control. Well, today what I wanted to do was go through a few of the most common stories that I hear, because some of these are things that a lot of us tell ourselves. They will be familiar to you. You will go, oh yeah, I think that sometimes, or 
oh yeah, when I think about it, that is something that I feel or I think. So we're going to talk about those stories. And then I'm going to teach you how you can take that story, turn it around and create something that is going to serve you so, so much better. So story number one relates to the title of this podcast, My Thighs Are Fat, or insert any other body part that you're not a fan of. So I use this example because it's something I've been telling myself for years and years. I have this ongoing chat in my head that says, your thighs are too big, your thighs are too big, your thighs are too big. And it has affected my confidence for sure. It's affected my confidence generally, but also because of what I do, I'm like, but my thighs should be slim. They should be skinny. They should be really toned. They should look amazing. And I feel that they don't match up. So I have used this or I've told myself this a lot and it has definitely, definitely, definitely damaged my confidence. And I know that so, so many of us do hone in on a specific body area that we don't like. Actually, for a lot of my clients, it's their tummies because I do work with a lot of new mums or, you know, mums, even if they've had babies a few years ago, they might look at their tummies and not be happy with them. So that is quite often something that people will say, my tummy's too big. I need to sort my tummy out. And the biggest issue I find with this is that it can really blind us. So what we do is we use this thing as the only reason for getting fit in the first place. It is our one and only, it is the thing that we want to get out of it the most. We want that thing, that body part to be smaller, to be more toned, to, we want there to be less of it. And so we start to obsess about making that part of ourselves smaller and more acceptable. And sometimes it becomes the only thing that we think about. We think about what exercise is going to make us smaller and more toned. What food is going to make us smaller? How am I going to do this? How am I going to reduce this body part? So all of our choices start to become one dimensional. And what ends up happening is that we get fed up. So maybe things don't change as quickly as we want them to, or we get bored of always being on the quest for a smaller body part. And ultimately, we find that just going for the aesthetics, just going for changing one single thing about ourselves is too narrow of a focus to keep us going. Does that sound familiar? I think it's going to sound familiar to lots of you because it sounds familiar to me for sure. And what that narrow focus does is that it really holds us back from making peace with ourselves and for looking after our whole selves. And make no mistake, it will damage your confidence and put you into a never-ending battle with yourself. So how do we turn that around? Well, the best thing that we can do is to start thinking about the wider picture rather than picking on that one specific body area over and over again and making it the reason for doing that thing, for exercising, for eating well. We want to start to think a bit bigger. So if that body area was not an issue to you, let's ignore that body area. What other reasons are there that you would exercise? How do you want to feel? What kind of energy do you want to have? What are the things that you would like to think about yourself? And then you're going to start to use those things as the other reasons for or the reason for exercise. So we create that big, bright, positive picture of how you're going to feel. So for example, instead of, oh, I hate my tummy, I've got to do something about this. We say to ourselves, I want to feel energized, confident and strong. So we make it positive. We look at the bigger picture. We think about how we want to feel. And I just want you for a second to imagine how much more empowering and how much more that story or that thought is going to fuel you than the narrow hatred of your thighs or your tummy. Just think about it for a minute. I think that, you know, it's much more powerful. It really gets you inside and it makes you feel so much more energetic, so much more positive and like you're reaching for something amazing rather than trying to run away from something that is not so good that we don't like so much. 
right on to the next story. And I can pretty much guarantee we've all said this one as well. And that is, I'm too busy. Yep, that old chestnut. So it is always the biggest excuse for not exercising. And I've used it myself more than once. But we all know that it becomes a real problem when we start to use it as an excuse for never working out rather than just on the odd occasion. And the thing is, we are all genuinely busy. And I'm not going to say something stupid like we all have the same 24 hours in a day because that's absolute rubbish. Everybody's life experience is different. And what is possible for one person in the time they have is completely different to what somebody else has, depending on your life circumstances. However, that does not let you off the hook. Because when we say we're too busy, what we're actually saying is, I am prioritizing different stuff right now. Because ultimately, we do all have to prioritize things in our life, whether that's work, kids, shopping, cleaning, watching TV, meeting friends, doom scrolling. Consciously or not, we make decisions about what we most want to spend our time on. Often there are things that have to be done. Often there are things that make us feel like we're being productive. So stuff that we can maybe cross off a list stuff that we can say, I've done that today. I've achieved that thing today. But there will also be things in there that we choose to do as well. Some of those are the things that are on that list, the never-ending to-do list. And some of those things are things like watching TV or scrolling through Facebook or whatever it is. So what I want you to do with this one, if this is something that you use a lot and that stops you from working out, stops you from doing the things that you need to and want to do, The next time you're about to say, I'm too busy, I want you to try changing language. Instead, you're going to say, right now, I choose to prioritize X. So maybe right now, I choose to prioritize the kids. Right now, I choose to prioritize work. Right now, I choose to prioritize scrolling on social media. It gets us into the mindset of knowing that we get to make a choice. We get to choose scrolling social media over doing a workout, for example. And by the way, I pass absolutely no judgment here. Your life, your choice, you get to decide what you do with it. But if you are regularly annoyed with yourself for not working out and you pull out the busy card as your reason not to do it, then it is worth taking a step back, looking at those priorities and then making choices according to that. Right. The next couple of excuses are ones that we can maybe sometimes be a little bit less conscious of. The first one is I hate exercise or variations on that theme. So maybe we hate to pee at school or we went to the gym a few times and just felt out of our depth and we didn't know what we were doing. Or maybe we've just compared ourselves to what others are doing and we found ourselves lacking. Whatever it is, this is huge. If we've convinced ourselves that we don't like exercise or it's not for us, or we're just not the fit type, you can imagine exactly how that's going to work against us. And often we're not 100% aware that that is going on. You know, often it's that little faint tap on the shoulder that keeps whispering to us how much we hate it and how it's just not for us. So be honest with yourself. Is this something that you say to yourself? Is this something that you think? Is this a story that you've told yourself? And instead, think about turning it around. Create a new, different story for yourself. So that story could be something like, I'm excited to try out a few new things and find out what I enjoy. As simple as that. Again, like the first example, it's kind of taking that thing making it positive. How do I create a positive experience for myself out of this? Rather than, oh my God, I hate this. I'm going to hate this workout. I don't want to do it. It's going to hurt. It's going to be hard. And I don't like it when I'm out of breath. And it's just going to be horrible. And it's just not for me. How about, I'm going to give it a go. I'm excited to try this out. It might be hard, but you know, the things that are worth it in life are hard. 
get excited about it and find a way to put a positive spin on it. Okay, so that's that one. And then last but not least, this is one of my absolute favourite excuses, not because it's a good one, but because it comes up so, so often. And that is variations around the theme of it's not worth even trying or it will never work for me. And I do come up against this one over and over again. And often we're not very aware that this is going on in our subconscious because this is the one that diet culture has presented to all of us. This is the concept that you must do all the things or don't bother. Do all the things or it's not going to work. Do all the things or you are doomed. We are led to believe that we have to be all in or we just might as well not bother at all because we're not going to get the result that we need. So we either never bother trying in the first place because we just think, this isn't for me, that's not going to work for me. Why would it work for me? I'm not going to be able to do all the things. So why is it going to work for me? Or we get started like full of the joys of spring. We go for it for the first couple of weeks and then we soon stop because it's not happening quickly enough. We're not seeing the results quickly enough. We suddenly realise that if, if we're going to do this, we're in it for the long term. And we feel like, but I can't keep doing all the things. It's too much. I've got too much going on. I can't keep doing all the things. And so we stop and it's not happening fast enough for us. And without doubt, this is often one of the biggest, biggest, biggest things that changes for my clients. They will tell me that, you know, when they tackle this one, when they take this one on head on, they are no longer all or nothing when it comes to exercise and nutrition. They start to understand that it can be a fluctuating thing, something that changes and ebbs and flows with the demands of our life and what we've got going on on any one day or week. And they start to understand that this is the way they finally gain consistency and create something much more long-lasting by stopping themselves from from thinking, well, if I don't do all the things, it's not going to work, it's not worth trying. They know that, yeah, they, they might do all of the things one week and they might do none of the things the next week. And that's okay. That is absolutely okay. We will still get there. It's just going to take us a bit longer. And actually, often what we really want is we want to feel confident in ourselves. And when we create a situation where we can feel confident that we are doing what we can, then we start to, to gain that consistency and gain that confidence in ourselves. I could go on about this one all day, but I won't. All I will say is that if you want to know more about this one, if this one really resonates with you, if this is something that is just playing on your mind, then it's really worth having a listen right back to episodes one and episodes two, because they're all about this. They're all about consistency. They're all about thinking smaller and they're all about kind of how to move beyond that as well. So those are some great resources if this is really resonating with you. But for now, suffice to say that we do not have to do all of the things. And the sooner that we can understand that, the sooner we can get away from that thinking, that thinking that it's not even worth trying if we can't do all of the things, the sooner we can start to create much, much, much more ease in our relationship with food and exercise. Wow, we have talked about a lot of stuff today, but I just wanted to finish by encouraging you to do this little exercise for yourself. So all you're going to need is a notebook and pen. And I want you to find five minutes today where you're going to sit down and you're going to write down your stories. What are the negative stories? What are the excuses that come up over and over again for you? What are the things that you tell yourself, whether, you know, you might have to dig a bit deeper into this one. You might have to kind of get into that subconscious and think about what are those things that you tell yourself 
that mean you do not then go and do the things that you want to do. You don't go and do the exercise. You don't focus on the nutrition. You struggle to stay on the wagon with it. So have a think about what those negative stories and excuses are, the ones that come up over and over again. And then I want you to come up with a new story. What are you going to tell yourself instead? So if it's, I don't have enough time, tell yourself, this is important. I'm going to prioritize it on two days of this week. If it is, this is never going to work for me, tell yourself, I'm going to do my best. Whatever it is, turn it into a positive story, a positive notion, a positive thing you can tell yourself. And don't just do it in your head. I want you to write it down because then you can revisit it because those demons are going to come out. They are. They always do. They always come back to haunt us. So what you need to be able to do is to go back, take a look, go, right, that's my positive story. I'm going to tell myself that one. That's what I'm working towards. And if you've got them written down, it's so much easier to do that. So have a go. I'd love to hear what some of your stories are. I'd love to hear what you gain from doing this exercise. And you can contact me via my social media channels at Alex Chickfit. The link is also in the show notes. So please, please, please do let me know what you think. Do give it a go and give me some feedback on that. I hope it's been really helpful, giving you a little bit of food for thought that you can start to really think about how your stories are shaping you in so, so many ways. I have loved being here with you again. Until the next time, I will see you very soon. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at Alex Chickfit for plenty more inspiration.